Robbie, it's the Olympics. Are you ready? No, why 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 would I watch the Winter Olympics? It's the Olympics. It's yeah, ice but skating. none of them have to take but they don't take their clothes off. Why would I bother? Oh. Diving is the only reason I watch the Olympics. <laughs> and the tiny little shorts. Fair enough. Problematic, but I stand by it. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. He's Robbie. And she is Lisa. And we're recording late today. Well, we're recording And we're recording both... on a Friday. Yeah, we're recording both late and early. Wild only on We're Doing Fine. <laughs> Robbie has a very packed weekend. I can say it because it will happen after said event. But me and my brother are surprising our niece for her birthday. Aww. She's a big one, three... You don't listen, Aaron, but if you do, happy birthday. <laughs> well, yeah. that'll be fun. It will be. I'm so sorry I'm low energy today. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. Robbie and I were trying to look at the news and we're like, what's happened yet? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the news is either the same shit we've already discussed or just like so horrific. I don't really want to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> well, also, I feel like the fun part is... Like, it's 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 not fun, it's terrible, but, like, the news has gotten complicated now that Biden, like, now that we don't have a shit show for president, because, like, the stories are longer and therefore take more energy and time and commitment to cover. It's not just, like, soundbite! Yeah, it's not like Trump said this stupid thing. Ha 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 ha. No, but uh, apparently he's been ripping up documents and they've been like the Art National Archives are like returning ripped and taped up documents to the January 6th committee to like. Oh, God. Because he was like trying to destroy evidence. That's fun. That's fun. Everything going on about that whole like January 6th committee and all like investigations and it's been fucking wild. It's been yeah. wild. And it's just, like, it's too long and complicated and, like, not fun to cover on the podcast. I don't know. If you want to know, like, all of that stuff, I could put together, like, a good big political corner block. If you want that, let me know. But I feel like that might be a bit much. Quite I possible. want it. You want it? Next week. Let's do that. All right. Be careful what you wish for. Here for it. Here for it. But you have your own politic corner with party gate my god it's just getting worse and when i say worse i'm like news, sort of which is always fun. yeah when when it makes it to america you know we fucked up <laughs> but like boris johnson has lost six aides like teammates mm -hmm. office workers i guess i don't know they've all quit because of the absolute disrepute he's put their office in. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, since the start of the week, I think maybe three or four new Tory MPs have handed in votes of no confidence letters. Mm -hmm. And um, Boris Johnson quoted the Lion King to his staff members. Which one? Saying changes, changes... I don't even... So apparently it's a quote from Rafiki, but he said something along the lines of, like, change is good even if it's sad or, like... Something like that, and oh, I was okay. like, "You're, you're, you can't equate the 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 prince's father dying in a stampede to you getting caught breaking the rule rules in the highest office we have in the UK, minus the Queen. But let's be honest, that's just a a, a, a figurehead. Um, you can't you can't equate that shit, Boris. What are you doing? What's the plan here? Just fucking leave. 
But then, this is the this is the downside. If he does leave, we get another Tory, and possibly another Tory that actually knows what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like Rishi Sunak, he's one hundred percent going to be in the race to be prime minister. And this is the man who. So just just so you're aware, everyone on the other side of the pond is aware. I don't know what it's like over there, but we've just been told that that the um the regulator that controls or limits how much we have to pay for gas and electricity. Mm-hmm. They've just raised the cap so energy companies can charge us more. So we are looking at, from April, our bills going up by, like, crazy amounts. Mm. I think it's, like, mine I already know is going up to around £200 a month. Holy shit, from what? Yeah. So when I moved into this flat, it was £73 a month. Okay. Then it went up to £120 a month in October. And now they reckon in the next six months it'll be up to about £200. That's insanity. That is just ridiculous. And Rishi Sunak has turned around because there's calls for the government do something to help out. You know, take um, stop uh, like reduce the tax on energy companies, which is bad long term because mm-hmm. that completely defeats the purpose of trying to go with renewable energies. But it will mean that the uh, that the tax that they save they can use to subsidize um subsidize the customer payments which they won't do which they won't do but the, the whole point Trickle is down that economics the, so the point of it would be we won't tax you but you have to charge your customers less that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, like during the pandemic they got rid of vat but we had to make sure that, that was reflected in our prices mm-hmm. so all that stuff um he's turned around and said oh it's nothing to do with us it's china's fault and just a uh, really cold winter excuse me sounds like a I'll, texas I'll, kind of excuse it's like, I don't give a fuck whose fault it is. Just please don't bankrupt me. Yeah. Would be ideal. Yeah. That would be the goal, really. But that's not very capitalism of them if they don't do that. It's not very capitalism of them, no. And if there's one thing governments love, it's capitalism. I hate it. I hate government. <laughs> anarchy. 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 Well, I mean, as much as I do love the idea of anarchy, it has to be a community-based anarchy. Because there, 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 there has to be rules. Like, it has to be community-based because, like, did I ever tell you about the libertarian paradise in, like, Maine or something? Yes, I think you did. Yeah. So libertarians created, like, a no-rules town. They got to take over. No rules. And then it swiftly, like, the streets swiftly were filled with garbage and then they were run over by bears because one lady was like, fuck it, I'm feeding bears. And everyone was like, don't feed bears because there's garbage <laughs> in the street. And she's like, there's no rules. I'm going to feed the bears. <laughs> Very quickly. Descended that would be into me. Just madness. <laughs> I 100% would be like, I know I shouldn't do this, but there's no rules telling me not to. Exactly. So I'm just going to feed the bears real quick. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good oh my for God. you, oh. old lady. Absolutely. Go for go go you. Oh, speaking of heroes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me? About- oh, you're too kind. Yes, of course, Robbie. You're always my hero. Thank you. Um, did you hear about the kid who made a Twitter account that sends out the location of Elon Musk's private jet? Yes. <laughs> yes. This is best news all week. And then Elon Musk was I like, absolutely- Hey, hey, don't do that. I'll give you five thousand if you just stop. And he was like, 50k or nothing. And then Elon Musk was like, I don't feel comfortable paying you to take this down. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love it. I love it. It's great. I mean, what you, an no, he didn't feel thing. comfortable pay, paying him to take it down unless it was 5,000. Like, what, yeah, what yeah. is this fucking, like, did you just look in between the cushions of your couch, Elon? 
while negotiating mm. with this person. Literally. Like, mm. like he wouldn't even notice 50,000. Exactly. Like, this is the kid who grew up put it, like stuffing emeralds in his pocket from his parents' apartheid mines. Fucking carry around emeralds in his pocket. And he's like, 5,000, right? That, that's enough to get you stopped doing weird shit. Elon, is there enough money to make you stop doing weird shit? Because, please, I'm asking. I'm asking for everyone. For the, why? We don't have enough money for that. We I'm don't, sorry. but I'm wondering. I'm wondering. <laughs> I don't think there is. I don't think there's a, there's a capacity. Like, I don't think we have enough money on Earth to make Elon stop doing weird shit. Because guess what? If we keep giving him money, he's just going to keep doing weird shit. He is. But I fully support this kid. Hope he does that for all millionaires or billionaires or whatever. I've got news for you, Lisa. Oh? I don't know if you can tell, but I'm growing a beard. <gasps> I could tell. You've got some shadow Nothing. going on. You were like, oh, he's not shaved. That's disgusting. <laughs> not disgusting. I'm just like, you're not quite a lumberjack yet. Are you going for a lumberjack beard? Like, how beardy are you going to be? Are you going to be like, so, like, right now, you're at, like, you're at, like, spy who has not shaven during his mission. Yeah. No, so basically, you know I'm in love with my barber, mm-hmm. the guy that has my hair. So I made a joke about how I was going to um, book in for a Turkish hot shave. Mm-hmm. But I chickened out because the blades scare me. Oh. And he said... Oh, I'm gutted. That would have been so satisfying. Oh, so now so, you're growing it out again so you can do uh, that? I'm, yeah, because I made a joke about how I'm not sure I'm comfortable with him holding a blade to my neck. It's a lot and of he trust. And he, he said that he would be gentle, and I was like, be gentle with me. <laughs> Robbie, I feel like you have these like parasocial relationships with people you actually know, and it's very strange. <laughs> I 100% rely on me and my barber for any like physical contact in my life it's quite depressing i I would say that if i were there i'd give you a cuddle but like you don't want my cuddles that's heartbreaking (laughs) if i were there i could not even help i'm so so tired that was so brutal just like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's okay i understand (laughs) <laughs> so yeah no don't touch me no, thanks. <laughs> that is a-okay i understand yeah i am not um. the form that pleases you <laughs> listen unless you're muscular and ginger i don't think there is a form that pleases me these days you know i'm neither and i don't think i look good as a ginger like it just doesn't work with my coloring no, I mean, it doesn't work with mine either. You've got to have a very specific skin tone. And by skin tone, I mean... Lack thereof. Like, snow white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I always admire people who, like, are darker and can pull off any color. Like, man, it's just... you. Like, you either have to have, like... You either have to be, like, really dark or just, like, snow white. Mm. Like, any shade of olive or in between, it's not going to look yeah. right. There was a really hot ginger guy in the drive through window at work. And he was like smiling at me and I was smiling at him. And then I said to one of the people that I work with, I was like, oh my God, the man in the drive through window is stunning. <laughs> and then she like whipped her head round and stared at him. And then he noticed, burst out laughing. She noticed, burst out laughing and like stared at the floor. <laughs> and I just climbed under the counter. Like, fucking kill me now. I love it. I'm still so. just holding out for you to have a coffee shop AU story. Here for it. No. It's gonna happen. No. Yeah? Yes. I'm being professional. Yeah, but like, there's so many opportunities. It doesn't have to be a non-professional situation. I've decided I'm gonna be a nun from now. 
No. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's gonna impact. Going to that's gonna impact our pod stats. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm going to. You force are just like a horny gremlin. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, but see, this is the problem, okay? Because me being a horny gremlin has gotten me into a lot of trouble. So yes, and that's not great. Like a weird, not not like a weird legal way. Just to clarify, like it's all good. It's all usually consensual unless they're coming at me. Um, but I've decided that the safest bet and the route I will be pursuing now mm-hmm. is asexuality. I mean, if that's what makes you happy, it doesn't. But I feel like it's the safest. Well, then option. don't do that. <laughs> Chase your bliss. No, because my bliss are hands is handsome ginger men that don't want me. Well, chase bliss adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Now you just want the caveat and we they both want know that you. won't happen. They exist, Robbie. I swear. Come visit me. Where you're vaccinated. It's like when who was that? Was it you I was talking to? Probably. I was telling you about this guy that I was dating a couple of weeks ago, and you were just like, "Robbie, no, you realize there's normal people out there," and I was just like, "Where are <laughs> they? Where are they? I haven't found a single one." You need to go visit me. You need to come visit me. Yeah, but then I have to try and pay for him to come back with me. That's not hard. You say, "Marry me and get universal health care." Well, what if I just put out an advert, like, okay, if there's any, like, average-looking guys with ginger hair that wants a green card, hit me up. Okay, Email us at like... weirdandfine at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> all, casting all gingers. If you want free Subject healthcare. matter, green card. <laughs> if you're lonely ginger and need a green card. Hit me up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Little> Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy and lonely apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Title of the pod. <laughs> Title of the pod. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh. I have higher expectations for you. Like I have I'm gonna I'm just I'm just gonna say I have high standards for you. You can you can throw your standards into the dirt. Go dig them up. I'll dig them up and raise them a few bars. Thanks so much. I've got, I've got, I'll look out for you. I think I'm going to try and get two weeks off work soon and just climb in a hole. It must be nice to just be able to take two weeks off work. Amazing. Honestly, it's stunning. Amazing. I can take um, loads of weeks off work, but then I have to get special permission, so I won't do that. I'll just take two weeks. Oh, it must be nice. Took one Maybe week in off March. a couple of weeks ago and like, dang, I'm still catching up. Came back to like mm-hmm. 700 emails. Disgusting. Do you think I just hide in my wardrobe for two weeks? Okay, but you still have to talk like to me. Like a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, as long as you still podcast with me, it's fine. From the wardrobe? Maybe I'll just get Callum to fill in. Nobody would know. Nobody would know. <laughs> How are they going to know? How are they going to know? All right. They won't know. I know you wanted me to quote that TikTok, but I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> like, I know where that was going. <laughs> I just couldn't. It's all good. Couldn't make the connections. I still need to make that TikTok. I'm planning on using your brother for TikToks. Goodness, Robbie, I need you. I need you to help me make content. I know. I was going to do the... Yeah. Robbie's making hand gestures for the gay straight by trend. Because I was thinking it could be me smoking outside. Beautiful. But you don't like me smoking outside. I don't like you smoking. (laughs) See, this is the problem. I mean, if you can do it, it's fine. But like... Do what? Smoke in the hands of Yeah. I mean, I guess. We don't want to promote that lifestyle, Robbie. This is true. What if it gets taken down? No, want to promote your dirty lifestyle. Joke straps aren't dirty. They're just, like, uncomfortable. It's not what I meant. Oh, did you mean the smoking? Yes. Sorry. 
I was trying to say it in a bigot way, and then... (laughs) (laughs) This is unrelated. It's so far removed from our current conversation. But I had to explain what a rosebud was to somebody on Friday. Oh, goodness. No, today's Friday, Wednesday. Yeah. Well, now you have to explain it on the podcast. You know what a rosebud is. Maybe. But my listeners might not. Okay, so the context was uh, asshole rosebud. Um, and basically, it's when... <laughs> nope, I the might cut that out. That's too gross of a description. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew that would make you regret asking me to do that. I'm just going to cut that out and get to the point where you're making noises and I'm saying it's cutting out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No one needs to hear that. Never mind. <laughs> I've peaked. I've peaked too early. It was only twenty-two minutes in. I've already been censored. <laughs> this is homophobic. To be honest, I asked because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> didn't know what it was. Yeah. So it's basically like. An anal prolapse. Oh my god. It's what, yeah, like literally the inside of your butthole falls out and then it looks like a... Yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. mm -hmm. (laughs) Looks like a rosebud. (laughs) You've ruined the Sims for me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you hear what motherload is. Oh no, I feel like I know what that one is. I have guesses, oh, I but don't, you know what? I don't think this is an actual... I, I was joking. I oh. don't think this is a sexual thing. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I could guess. Yeah. <laughs> off of that conversation. It's really... Yeah, okay. Well, I'm sorry to ruin that for you. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? Let's take a break and say hi to our friend, Bill. Oh, hi, Bill. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week. I throw in some news and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure as always. So, I have a very, uh, who asked for this? Ooh. Yeah, we're about like, we're, 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 we're in our second month of 2022. We are four days into our second month of 2022. Um, already this year, 75 <gasps> books have been requested. Oh, never mind. Okay. You go. I was really hoping that your who asked for this was going to be about the people in Australia that had scheduled caesareans on the 2nd of the 2nd, 2022. No, but we can talk about that. Because it was a cool that. birth date for their babies. Oh, goodness. I mean, I know someone who had a scheduled caesarean on uh, 11-11-2011. I just think it's baffling that you can schedule caesarean like that. I mean, if it's close like, enough, is, yeah. But that's serious surgery. It is. That women are like often pushed into anyways. Everything about pregnancy is a nightmare. But that's what I mean. Is you, there should be a legitimate excuse for why you're cutting your stomach open. I mean, sometimes that legitimate excuse is I don't want to push a baby through my vagina and it move bones. Which is fair, but these people were like weeks yeah. early to Ooh. make a specific date. 
Yeah, that's stupid. I mean? Yeah, yeah, no. I think it's stupid. Yeah. I agree with you on that's that's um why. Anyway, right, please continue. Uh so yeah, already seventy-five books have been requested to be pulled from Texas libraries. We're on a book ban train, y'all. Is this the same people that banned mouse? Uh, that was technically in Tennessee, I believe, but yeah, pretty oh. similar. Yeah. Uh, most of the All challenges. States. Yeah, most of the challenges deal with uh, are targeting books dealing with racism, sexuality, and the majority of them featuring LGBTQ characters. So, well, why would we want children to be exposed to that? Yeah. Ooh. Right? That was sarcasm before anyone gets me in trouble. So while we're looking at it, I just wanted to pull up. These are the 10 most challenged books. These were the 10 most challenged books of 2020. And then I'm going to list some of the books from that have already been uh, challenged this 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 year. So top 10 challenge books of 2020 were George by Alex Gino, specifically for uh, LGBTQI plus content and conflicting with a religious viewpoint, not reflecting the quote unquote values of our community. Uh, next book was stamped Racism, Anti-Racism in You by Ibram X. Kendi and Jason Reynolds. Uh, for author's public statements, and because the book claims the book contains selective storytelling incidents and does not encompass racism against all people. All American Boys that. by Jason Reynolds and Brendan Keeley. Kylie, don't know which one is the correct pronunciation. A band and challenge for profanity, drug use, and alcoholism, and views uh, that promote anti police and divisive topics. And was considered too much of a sensitive matter for the time. Uh, Speak I hate it. by Laurie Hulse Anderson. Um, bans challenged and restricted because it w was thought to contain a political viewpoint. And it was claimed to be biased against male students. And for the novel's inclusion of rape and profanity. You know, Speak, the book about how a young woman deals with rape. That is one of... Yeah, this is an often, oft-challenged book. Um, number five was The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie. Uh, for profanity, sexual references, and allegation of sexual misconduct by the author. Uh, number six was Something Happened in Our Town, a child story about, a child story about racial injustice by Marianne Seleno, Marietta Collins, and Anne Hazard. Um, challenge for divisive language and it was thought to promote anti-police views. <gasps> no. Uh, next is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Oft-challenged book. Um, band challenged for racial slurs and negative, and their negative effect on students featuring a white savior character and perception of the black and its perception of the black experience. Please don't write a book about how awfully treated you. Thank you. Yeah. We don't want our kids to read that. Like, I get the criticism, but I feel like they're using... I get, like, where these criticisms are coming from, but I feel like they're coming at it from the wrong point, because those are all yeah. very teachable lessons. Mm -hmm. um, next is Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck, banned for, for racial slurs and racist stereotypes and their negative effects on students. Like, I get that we don't, like books that include racial slurs but i feel like in some cases it's we can't necessary. pretend they like, don't exist yeah we can't pretend they don't exist and also like you gotta teach them with the context that this was a different time and it's not acceptable even then yeah. like you can't yeah um the next was the bluest eye band for because it was considered sexually explicit which is like true it does depict mm. child sexual abuse but like also because it was bad 
Um, The Hate You Give is the last one by Angie Thomas. Challenge for profanity and thought to promote an anti-police message. Well, if you want to read it, listen to our book club episode that we did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. Right? (laughs) It's just wild. 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 I read an article that said that every time um, a government or like state government bans a book, Amazon states Amazon sales rocket. Oh yeah, Mouse is currently um like on the top yeah. of the bestseller list. Um, right. Yeah, it's just uh some of the contested books this year so far are Me Earl and the Dying Girl by Jesse Andrews. Um, let's see. Why? Um, it's a relatable story about high school social life and how to fit in and how to handle the death of a friend. It's asking. Why the book was banned for sadly the obscenities ob- over uh saying sadly the obscenities overshadow this too much cussing um all boys Y'all are blue fragile. by George M Johnson um it's a coming of age memoir by a queer black author and it was flagged for removal for sex between two men <gasps> no no disgusting let's see um. I told you I've turned a new leaf and that just doesn't interest me. Forever forever for a year by BT Gottfred. Um it's a love between BT two Gottfred. teens. BT Gottfred. Oh. Yeah. Um the story of first love between two teens with an active but secret sex life who eventually discover it might not last forever. Um the school board said that. I just want to mention I've never said the F word in my life before until just now because it's well, just too much too much sex and bad words. So she said, fuck. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Um, and then The Handsome Girl and Her Beautiful Boy, also by B.T. Gottfried, about a budding romance between two teens as they explore their own relationships to gender, sexuality, and identity. Um, the book about gender non-binary teens excludes, includes explicit description of sex. Parents ask for it to be removed. Explosive descriptions of sex. Explicit, sorry. Oh, explicit. Explicit. I'm just bad at reading. This is why it takes me like, a long oh time. Goodness. I'm not a like, quick reader. Explosive. explosive. That sounds amazing. It's been a while since I've had some explosive sex. Ooh, wait, what? It's inclusive sex. Inclusive. <laughs> well, it's, it's been a while since it's been exclusive. <laughs> no, I said explosive. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. No, I'm just so tired. <laughs> Tired of boring sex. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would be. Anyway, so that's my who asked for this? Because, like, come on, you guys. It's like, let's not do the whole censorship thing. That's not cool. Yeah, please. Well, unlike you earlier today in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just saved everyone's ears from graphic <laughs> violence. This is fair. It wasn't violent. It wasn't violent. It was it just gross. Like, just, I love it. Even Lisa said, like, okay, like, nobody assumed he was being violent. It was no. just grim. It was just gross. If you want to listen to it, you can listen to it later. <laughs> just save that right, for Lisa. those who ask for it. Yeah. Are you ready for an Am I the Asshole? First, shouldn't we do our accountability buddies? Oh, Unless sorry, you're I trying to sneak order. out of it. No, I forgot the order. That's okay. So. Ooh. Your goals were work out four times and go to a class. Mm-hmm. Let's mention that you, this is early. You're recording a few days early. So, how are you it's doing? Friday. Not good. No? Not You've good. had a tough week, though. Not gonna I've lie. only been to the gym once, planning on going tomorrow. 
that would be two times. Beautiful. And I was going to go to a class on Sunday, but I'm now at my mum's all day for my niece's birthday. You know what? Life happens. I think that's okay. You've had a tough-ass week. It's all good. It's been a tough-ass week. Mm-hmm. So, let's but reprioritize. I'll get back up on that horse. Yeah, yeah. Let's reprioritize. What do you want to do next week? Four gems and one lesson. Okay, cool. Same goals. Same again. Lisa, how did you do Um, So my goals were to do yoga three times and go into the gym once. I've done mm-hmm. yoga twice this week so far, planning to do another one today. Um, And then I have not gone into the gym, but I did do a workout like class video led by thing. And I'm going on a hike tomorrow. So That counts. Yeah. That counts. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I... And did either of us get Omicron? No. Neither not that I know of. Smashed it. Smashed it. Beautiful. And I'm going to say same goals for next week. Yeah. I'm going to say gym or like long walk. I can't get over that meme I sent you. Which one? About not getting um, not getting COVID-19 and realizing (laughs) even a a deadly virus doesn't want you. It's good though. And I'm like, it's good. So lonely. (laughs) You can always talk to me. Even the virus doesn't want me. (laughs) Trust me, that's a toxic relationship. You know that's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to reprioritize what you want in relationships too, Robbie. Not judging you, because I get it. There's a thrill there, but Mm, yeah. But let's 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 see where we can. I'll work on that. Yeah, I'll write that in my diary. Beautiful. Love that journey for you. Love that journey for me. Less toxic man. Mm -hmm. All right, our final segment. You have a surprise for me. I've got a surprise for you. I think we're going to fairly quickly agree on this one. All right. But I've got a question for you afterwards. Okay. You must not die first. I'll see what I can Okay, so the title is, Am I the asshole for refusing to comply to my roommate's request? Hmm. So he goes on to say, So my roommate, 22 male, and I, 22 male, have very different sleep schedules. Mm-hmm. He likes to go to bed early, eh, quite early, around 9pm, and also wakes up very early. I, on the other hand, usually go to sleep later, and also wake up much later. Usually when I'm awake, he has gone to sleep. I try. Usually when I'm awake after he has gone to sleep, I try to be as quiet as possible. I don't hang around in our shared living room or kitchen, and I take showers earlier than I normally would. However, sometimes I stay out late with my friends. Not crazy late, more like 11pm to 12am. to twelve And me coming home and reopening the door wakes him up. I don't think I'm slamming it or anything, but I obviously can't open it completely silently. Mm-hmm. So my roommate asked me if I could start coming home before he goes to sleep. Huh. And I said, no. My friend has also offered that I could come and sleep on his couch if I'm staying out late. But I feel like I should be allowed to go on to go to my own home and not bother my friend. I would prefer that my roommate and I get along and he wouldn't view me as the noisy roommate. But I also feel like he is being unreasonable. So am I the asshole? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 11pm to 12am, that's not that late. And if he's a, such a light sleeper, that's his responsibility to deal with. Yeah. Like I wake up when that front door shuts, When yeah. if Kenny gets home late. And I just go back to bed because that's exactly. what front doors do. Front doors click shut. That means it's locked. That means we're safe. Yeah. I'm never going to get annoyed at somebody for that unless it's not Kenny. Yeah. Then I'm scared. <laughs> exactly. Like, you are paying rent for your own apartment. Exactly. And, like, 
part of apartment living too is just there's noises do i love the fact that my upstairs like whoever lives upstairs is very noisy no of course not am i gonna like bang on the ceiling and be like shut up no that's like we all live here they pay rent it's their space exactly so i think categorically not the asshole Mm -hmm. but lisa i had a question for you all right in your many many years of living with different people Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a weird request like that, that you had to be like, mm, no? No. No? Have you? Um, I was once asked not to hang up a jock strap in the hallway once. Yeah, no offense, I feel like that's pretty reasonable. Well, <laughs> hang on, bear, bear, with, bear with me though. It was on a clothes horse, you know clothes horse, yeah? Yeah. And it was in the middle of all my clothes, so you couldn't see it. Oh. You just didn't like the thought that I wore it. No. Nah. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't even wear it. It was just in the washing basket because it fell out of my underwear drawer thing. Yeah, no, that's a bit much then. It's not like I like hung it around, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this is something like maybe, I feel like this is something like someone who just moved out of their parents' house. Because like when I just moved out of my parents' house, I was probably a bit much because I was used to living in a house. Mm-hmm. And I was not used to neighbors making noises and stuff. And when my downstairs neighbors, to be fair, they were very loud and the vent carried all kinds of noise. All kinds. <laughs> and I made them aware that I could hear their noises. But, like, would I do that now? Probably not, unless it was, like, excessive. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I think, like, is this maybe their first roommate situation? So then I could see... 22 years old, yeah, maybe. maybe. So I feel like they're probably, like, it's it's not a it's not a reasonable request. But I think they I may not a... realize that that's a reasonable, that that's an unreasonable request. Yeah, I saw somebody on the the comments on Reddit replied being like, have you asked them to stay in their room until you get up in the morning? Because early risers have a sort of like superior complex Mm -hmm. of I am a better person because I got up earlier. Yeah. So they were like, why? Like flip it on them and be like, absolutely. Yeah, I'll get home before nine. Can you just try and stay in your room until I am up at 10 a.m.? Because, like, it's a bit noisy. Yeah. And see what they say. And he just said, no. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's fair, the petty that thing is... to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, we're all for pettiness here at We're Doing Fine. Absolutely. We're petty queens. But, yeah, like, that's it's just just a maturity and, like, realizing that people, if the roommates are going to be roommates. And as long as it doesn't, like, yeah, you need to be able to take care of your own shit. Like, the boy has changed his schedule most recently, and, like, that means he stays up pretty late sometimes, and I need to go to bed because I have a 9-to-5 job. And, like, the most I'll be like is, hey, can you turn down the volume on the TV because I can still hear it? And that's about it. I'm not going to be like, you need to go to bed at the same time that I do. (laughs) That would be an unreasonable request. (laughs) I hate people. Yeah. But, hey, that's fine. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Robbie is about to pass out. So, thank you everybody. Had jokes on Lisa. I passed out five minutes ago. <laughs> so. Rate, review, subscribe on all of the things. Follow us on socials. We'll put those links in the description. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners. Join us for book club this month. We are reading The Silent Patient by Alex McCallides. I've settled McCallides. Ha- yes. Audiobook is McCallides. Got it. I was so proud. (laughs) So, The Silent Patient, it's 
supposed to be very good. Two of you recommended it, so thank you. Lisa, have you started it? No, not yet. I, I have, and I'm fucking obsessed. Oh, good. It's so good so far. I am finishing up The Wicked King by Holly Black right now, and then I will hop on to that. It's not one of ours, but okay. No, but, you know, we almost read a Holly Black book. We did. We were so close. So close. All right, friends of ours, uh, that is us for this week. I'm so sorry I was so tired. It's just... It's, it's just... been a day. No, that's okay. I'll, I'll try and be more high energy next week. We need week, you to be as promise. magnanimous as possible next week. I'll put on my... um. Uh, the, the accent of the guy that you guys think I sound like. I'll put that on next time. Perfect. Beautiful. Or I could just do Selkie from... <laughs> right, guys, I'm literally about to fall asleep, so that's it from us this week, and until next Tuesday, keep, keep doing, doing fine. fine. <laughs> when a butthole is abused enough that the inside of it comes outside and it looks like a big pucker. The, oh, the best way to describe it is, have you ever seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and then the bit in the machine that's like... <laughs>